Danny. And you're listening to Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Valley. Valley. And I'm gonna take a sip of my <laughs> It's um Ugh. earlier. Earlier than we normally record this time. We always tell you the time of day that we're recording, but we're drinking mimosas. No. We're just drinking no mimosas. No orange juice. <laughs> Champagne. A little classy bit. And some Red Bull. Sparkling wine. Sparkling wine. And we're back again with social media when yeah. you're in a relationship. Oh, yeah. What, uh, we posted a question to our shared Instagram account, uh, the podcast account. Um, it's just Welcome to the Valley if any of you guys want to follow us on IG. And we try to interact with you guys on there. We've been trying to do a daily question. We did one. Um, like two weeks ago, and then for the Snapchat thing, and now we're back on the social media one. Yeah, I can, um, so it said question, is liking a TikTok of another fitness influencer, even though it's a girl, and yes, she may have a big butt or whatever, but I don't know her or will ever talk to her, she's just TikTok famous, is that considered cheating in any way? This is one of our listener questions. How do you feel about the subject? Uh, personally, from like experience, like I like the old me would have probably like been jealous, yeah. you know, like it would have bothered me. Right. Um, but like now I don't care. And I don't know if that's because my partner doesn't have social media. But that's 100% exactly why it is. You know? Well, but I is mean. Is it different for you? somebody liking like a big platform to where they're not going to respond to you they're not even going to notice you they have the blue check mark next to their name like they're like known for just you know being this like social media influencer and like they're never going to notice your boyfriend and they're liking like their pictures it's just like basically looking at like a porn magazine or whatever yeah. sure you like it whatever versus somebody that they have they know that they've interacted with and then they're liking their picture but not only liking their picture they're liking promiscuous pictures of them when you know that they wouldn't want you posting those type of pictures mm -hmm. on Instagram yet they're still liking that person's that they like it when they're doing it but would they like it if you were doing it right it's kind of almost like a respect thing I feel like like, you wouldn't want me as your girlfriend posting my asshole online, but you like somebody else posting their asshole online. And you're putting it out there so the world can see, like, hey, I like this. And more importantly, showing her, hey, I like this. Especially when they go on a liking spree and they'll like every single post on their page. Like, A, you're doing that because you're trying to get their attention. And B, if they like your pictures back, that is like code word for they green light. Green light, yeah. slide in my DMs. Right. So you're trying to get something more out of it than just liking a picture. You can innocently like a random picture, you know? But if you're liking a promiscuous photo online or multiple of them with the intent of getting a response from them or the intent of having a conversation with them or hooking up with them, like that's what it looks like to me. If you're in a relationship with me and you feel the need to go online and be like, hey, I like this, I'm gonna let the world know I like this, I'm gonna let this person know that I like this, then like be single. There's nothing wrong with that if you're single. But if you're in a relationship, like just have a little bit of respect. Like think about what it's gonna look like from other people's standpoints directed towards me. Like it's not always about you type of thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So does it bother me that they'll like somebody's picture on Instagram? Short answer, no, but long answer, like, yes. Like, you can like somebody's 
photo of them in, in a family picture, them with their boyfriend, a face selfie even, you know, like, hey, this is my friend, like, I've known her since elementary school, like, it's nice to see her face. I like that I, her, her face popped up on my feet. But on the flip side, on the other side of the coin, if your whole algorithm is pictures of tits and asses and girls in their bikinis and uh, just like basically like porn is your algorithm on Instagram, no, that's disrespectful. Or if you're going on a certain girl's page and purposely liking every single post that she posts, or it doesn't even have to be pictures, personally for me. If you're on Twitter and you only like sports posts, you only like the things that you're interested in, but there's this specific girl and you're going on, or every time that she tweets something, you like it, you retweet it. It doesn't matter what she says. It's not about you liking it. It's about the fact that you're liking it specifically to get her attention. You're always there. You're always liking every single thing that she posts so that she notices you. That's the thing for me. So there's like, it's a blurred line for me on liking things on social media. That's why I think it's so good for you that your boyfriend doesn't have it because there's not that blurred line of like what's acceptable and what's not acceptable. I think it's a common ground of respect. You need to respect me and all aspects of our lives. And even if I can't see it, even if I'll never see it in my life, you need to take into consideration because once we're in a relationship, it's a partnership. We're no, you're no longer an individual person. You are, you can be your own individual, but at the same time, it's a partnership. Whenever you do something in life, whether it be as small as Instagram or as big as buying a business or a house, you need to take into consideration both parties of that relationship in order for that relationship to thrive. You're not only considering yourself now, you're considering us. And that's the only way that relationships work, I feel. Because if you're growing by yourself, you're gonna go off by yourself. But if you're growing together, that's how we're gonna have something substantial and long-lasting. So, long-winded answer is yes and no. Like, you can like things on Instagram and you shouldn't be, you know, somebody who's overly, like, never like a single person's picture on Instagram because at the end of the day, people have their own lives. But also on the other end of the spectrum, just be respectful, I guess is the gist of what I'm saying. Go off, sis. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Period. <laughs> but, yeah. So I, I had mentioned it to you before, though, like when my boyfriend did have uh, Instagram mm -hmm. um, or a Snapchat. Yeah. And he would post stuff. I purposely would not look. Yeah. I just, I didn't well, care. Didn't, no, not even that. Like, I didn't want to get in that uh, mindset of like, what's he posting? What's he doing? Like, I really didn't Unhealthy like care. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, but like the moment I posted like a picture or something, he'd be like the first one to view it, and I'm like, fuck, you know. But um, yeah, I just again, fucking social media, it's it's pretty toxic, I guess, how you react to certain things. But yeah. I don't feel like it's something you should make like an issue like that big yeah. like don't get upset about it so like i get i get everything that you're saying you yeah. know like it like makes sense mm -hmm. but um it's nothing to like get all crazy about you know some girls get crazy fucking message those girls like but are there stop talking to my man or to you know crazy? Is there a bigger picture to the crazy? Oh, I'm is sure there? there is. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm sure there is. Girls who are crazy like that, they've probably been given a reason to act crazy. But I never went as far as, like, messaging girls, but, yeah. like, I obviously went through the same shit where my ex would follow, like, there's a bottoms up out here in Tracy. Yeah. Um, and, what like, they're girls that fucking wear lingerie and, like, serve coffee, or, you know? Right. Well, he would follow that page and 
I'm guessing the girls he thought were fucking sexy or like attractive, he would follow like their personal pages because they tag themselves like when they get posted on like that. Do you think page. he targeted those specific girls because he thought if they're going to make their career about serving coffee in their underwear, they're easy. That's an easy target. No, he was just a fucking dog. Yeah. He was just a fucking dog. He followed fucking Pornhub, like porn stars. You know what I'm saying? Like. But yeah, he was one of those guys who would go on like their Instagram, like every single one of their pictures. He did this to every single one of his followers that were a female. Um, Going all the way back and the pictures he would like would be like pictures of their ass or like posing or you know what I'm saying? Like obviously pictures he thought they looked good in. Yeah. And And that's why they're posting. I mean... Not always. That's why they're posting him. Sometimes it's just like a self-confidence thing. Like, yeah. I feel like I look good, so I want to post this type of thing. But sometimes, and you know, like the girls who are purposely posting something to get a reaction from someone, and right. a lot of the times it's because they're single. You know, they're they are looking for something. But when married men or um, men who are in relationships like respond to them, some girls have just like no self-respect. And they'll respond to that too, which sucks. And it goes back to the like the topic that we were saying about girls who make the rest of the other girls look bad. Right. You know, if you know somebody's married, just respect that. And like, why would you want that anyways? Why would you want that? Yeah. Yeah. Because what are you benefiting from it? I mean, it is what it is, though. Yeah. You know, I don't know what their personal issues are, but. But yeah, so he would do that, and then these girls would either acknowledge it and do the same shit back, or wouldn't acknowledge it. Were you posting you know? on his page, though, like, for the world to see that he was in a relationship with you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Our kids, you know? But yeah. like you said, it goes back to girls having self-respect. Either yeah. they acknowledge it or they don't. Yeah. Most of them, like, didn't acknowledge it and just went with it. So wow. it is what it is. Yeah. But... Yeah, I mean, stuff like that, I could see if your partner's doing that, yeah, you have a reason to be mad, and, like, again, that's just what happens. Like, you stay with that person, you're going to be toxic. That's just a leading role in, like, going off and being toxic in a relationship. Definitely. Yeah, I feel that. But. I mean, that sucks. But it just, like, it kind of bothers me the guys that, like, don't get it. Like, genuinely don't get it. They're not, like, trying to be out here, like, being, like, like fully sleazy. They just actually don't get it. They're just like, oh, like, they genuinely think, like, this is me just liking something on Instagram. And they really do have no intention of doing anything Do you think so? I think there are some guys that are actually like that. They really have no intention. And, like, at the end of the day, they would never cheat on you. But they're still doing things that are disrespectful to the public eye and to you and just like the outside perspective and maybe sometimes like we need to cancel that out like and just not care about what the public thinks but at the same time have that respect I think that there are guys who will do that who will just like like it like oh yeah like I just I just like it like it's just like I forget about it as soon as I fucking scroll past it I just put a hard on it because like yeah for like two and a half seconds I did like looking at that ass does that make sense but they would never cheat on you and they're a faithful person I think that there are guys like that but those are so tricky because at the same time you still have to take into consideration how your partner's feeling and sometimes I think that those kind of guys are so oblivious to how they're making their partner feel and I think that that kind of sucks and I, if anybody out here is like that and you are liking girls' pictures on Instagram and your girl is acting quote-unquote crazy about it and it means nothing to you, then have it mean nothing to you and really sit with yourself for a second and take into consideration, like, was that two seconds of just, like, putting the heart on the picture worth it? Maybe reevaluate how you're, how you're acting or how you think or how it's, like, no, like nonchalant to you. If it doesn't mean that, that much to you, if it's not a big deal, just stop fucking doing it. Yeah. You know? Like, look at it. Like it for a second. If it means nothing to you, you don't need to have that interaction on Facebook. Just stop your thumb from hitting the red heart. Just stop it. 
you know, because if you don't care if she sees that you liked it, then enjoy it for yourself for half of a second and scroll past it. Move on with your fucking life. Yeah. That's how I feel about it. Maybe the world would be a better place if Instagram cut off likes. <laughs> you can turn off the likes on the post. Yeah, that and too. And almost for girls, it's, it's kind of more of like... But that's what people have. Like, that's what... Pe- I feel like that's... People rate themselves on how many likes right. they get on Instagram. Like, they're that's just like... Yeah. yeah. But it is what it is. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I'm almost tempted to just turn off my likes on Instagram because if you post something on there and you go back and it only has like 20 likes on it, are you tempted to delete it? That's oh, the toxic. picture? I posted that mm-hmm. because I like it personally for myself, and this is my yeah. page. I should be able to like it Yeah. and post it no matter what. So if you turn off your likes for that and you don't see how many people post it, go to sleep, wake up in the fucking morning, and move about your day because you can't even see who liked it or not. Yeah. Just know in your heart you liked it. So sometimes mm-hmm. I do get tempted to just turn it off. But, I mean, that's the same thing with our podcast. I can see, like... I didn't know you could do that. I thought you could turn off comments. I didn't know you could turn you off can likes. turn off likes, too. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, so maybe I'll start doing that. <laughs> Just for my own soul. <laughs> uh-huh. But even with our RSS feed, like, on the podcast and stuff, right now I like looking at, like, our most downloaded episodes to kind of see, like, if people are interacting with us, like, on our page. Mm-hmm. To see, like, the kind of content that they like. Yeah. But eventually, like, maybe I'll just stop looking at the number of downloads per episode on our RSS feed and we could just post whatever the fuck we want to talk about. <laughs> like it or not, bitch. I mean, no, our, our that, listeners aren't that, bitches. Sorry. That was our original plan, you know? Yeah. Like, nothing's off the table with us, so. No, it's really not. And you'll get these kind of episodes if you write in questions. Like, we've gotten questions before that we've ignored. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if we like your question and we feel like it's a worthy topic to talk about, we're going to talk about it just like today. Yeah. But yeah, so for the listener that asked us that question, there you go. That's those are our answers on that. But um, moving on, I've been me. I have been into true crime so much lately. Like, do you watch true crime stuff? Uh, hit and miss. Like, I feel like on my <clears throat> Netflix and Hulu and all that stuff. Like, those are the only recommendations for me. Okay. And I don't know if it's because like during my twelve-hour shift at work. I'll constantly be listening to the Morbid podcast, and I'm listening to murder after murder after murder. But um, this is true. I can confirm. On her way home from work yesterday, she gave me a ride, and all I <laughs> all I remember say? was saying Jenny's head was found in the freezer, and I looked at her like, <laughs> "This is making me uncomfortable. What the fuck?" I turned on my car, and my Bluetooth automatically <laughs> connects to my phone, and they're like, "Can you believe this sick fuck?" kept this girl's head in a cooler and Daniela looked at me like the widest eyes ever and I was like oh shit sorry 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 it's like she started laughing though because I'm like bro what the fuck yeah it's it's a lot it's really a lot and I have never been scared to do anything like I'll go on a hike in the middle of the woods by myself and do whatever like remember I told you um, I used me. to be a security guard and mm-hmm. I worked at this hospital across the street from the cemetery on a graveyard shift and I was not scared like I would just roam about at night like there would be random guys there and like I was 18 years old and like super small I mean even compared to how I am right now like I had no muscle I had no gun I had no taser all I had was a flashlight and I wasn't scared to go up to anybody and be like get the fuck out of here you're wild now since I've listened to all of this true crime stuff, like, I'm afraid to walk out of my front door in the morning at 4 a.m. because it's still dark outside. And I'll be like, Carson, don't go out before me. Do not go out before me because if you get kidnapped, like, it is a wrap for me. Like, I'll never be able to sleep at night. Like, that's just how my mind's been working now since I've been listening to this stuff. But anyways, I told um, Daniela, and she hasn't listened to it yet, but you guys need to watch the show, uh, or this, it's, it's a movie on Netflix, and I think it's been on there for a while now, but it's called Nocturnal Animals, and it has like a subliminal message to it, so I'm not sure how many people will actually get it, but regardless of whether you get it or not, it's a really, really good movie, and I'll have you on your edge of the seat <coughs> the entire time, like you'll be freaking, freaking out, so watch it if you're into true crime stuff like me. I'll try to watch it tonight, I just... 
Yeah. The moment I get home, my kids are, like, attached to my fucking hips. So. I was going to ask, I was going to text you last night and ask you, but, like, I kind of wanted to, like, just save it and I wanted to ask you today. Um, do you remember that case, like, not that long ago where that girl was on trial for, she was, like, texting this guy and they had, like, a relationship online. I don't know if it was online, but they were texting and, like, he was depressed and he was, like, super suicidal. And um, she was texting him. And he was, like, saying, like, all the time that he wanted to kill himself. And she, she was just, like, if you're going to do it, like, if that's going to make you happy, then, like, you should just do it. And you should do it in a way that's, like, not painful. Like, just go in your car in the parking lot and just, like, put, like, some, like... Gas. They were teenagers, right? Yeah, they were, they were teenagers. Do you remember that case? I do remember, and yeah. And she got... And she ended up having to go to prison on, like, um, I don't know if it was, like, manslaughter or murder or something like that. But, like, because she told him, she was texting him and, like, egging him on, basically. Yeah, like, like she walked it, him through his suicide. Yeah, exactly. Much. And she was just like, did you do it yet? Did you do it yet? Yeah. Yeah. So. Like, she wanted him to kill himself. She wanted him to kill herself, but, uh, to kill himself, but basically, like, through the text messages and everything and, like, what she was saying, she was like, um if this is what you want, I want you to be happy. Like, I love you, so this is why I want you to do it. But at the end of the day, like, would he have done it unless you were like, do it, do it, do it? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. just go ahead and do it. Like, would have that have ended up happening? So anyways, that, there was that whole case. Do you remember that? No, I do remember that. So they made a show about it. Oh, really? Yeah, it's on Hulu. Oh, shit. Yeah, I started watching it last night. I got through, like, the first two episodes, but I was so tired from work that I ended up passing out, but I'm, like, I'm so excited to watch it. I was like, oh, shit. It's called um, A Girl from Plainstown. Okay, yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, so is that where... Is I that think the so. the town that they were from? Yeah, I think so. Okay, yeah, I started watching, like, the first couple episodes. I'm, like, super excited to watch it. Oh, yeah, I'm going to go home and watch that. Yeah, for sure. I know, but that's what I'm saying about, like, my algorithm on... Netflix and HBO and, like, Hulu and all that stuff. Like, it's all just true crime now. Yeah, I usually watch stuff like that, like, when I'm just, like, by myself because I don't feel like my boyfriend would be into it. I, like, try to force mine to be into it. I mean... Do you want to watch this with me, please? please, please." When I'm home by myself and he's working and then he comes home and I'm still, like, on it, like, watching it. Yeah. Like, he'll sit there watching it, but he'll just look at me like, I'm pretty sure he doesn't really care because it's like something he deals with all day you know oh yeah yeah oh that's that's true for you but he kind of looks at me like eh you know like whatever yeah well you watch whatever yeah Yeah. I just don't really see him watching it so fast at night anyways but but I'm telling you with that Nocturnal Animals movie Mm -hmm. we watch me and him both watch the entire thing because it's like on the edge of your seat the entire time it's categorized as thriller and drama but it's true crime yeah but we we never both stay up to watch an entire show it's either i fall asleep first or he falls asleep first depending on who picks the movie type no, of thing no no i'll stay up yeah so me and him both stayed up through the entire movie and he didn't get the subliminal message like i was telling you like there's like a hidden message in it so basically this girl like or yeah this girl gets divorced from this guy and then he writes a book while she's already married to somebody else and it's the manuscript of it like it hasn't been published yet but he's like I want you to read it before and when she turns up on the first page you know how you can dedicate a book to somebody on like the first page it says to Susan which is her name and she starts reading it and it takes you on a fucking roller coaster of emotions but it's basically like a story of how he perceived how their relationship was but in such a sick twisted way and, like, it was just fucking wild. So the guy who wrote it was her ex-husband? Was her ex-husband. Okay. But he was basically, like, trying to tell her how he felt about how their relationship ended. But in, like, the sickest, darkest, most twisted way possible. Oh, and my God. Crazy. Yeah, like, it's wild. Like, you will not be able to fall asleep if you watch that movie. I, I promise you. You'll be on the edge of your seat the entire time. Fuck. It's crazy, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to watch it for sure. I don't know if I'll watch it today, but I'll get around to it. Yeah, I'm sure. It's not new. It's something that's been on there for a while. Uh, last week we were going to talk about spring. Yeah, and, and Easter. We got Easter's like off topic. Up. Yeah. Wait, next weekend? Uh, 
it's next weekend? No, it's not next weekend. It's the weekend after. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, this weekend's the second, and it's on the 17th. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Two weekends from now. Yeah, because next... I only know that because my fucking uh, custody that I have with my children. And you have your kids next weekend? Yeah, I have them next weekend. Yeah, so... Because your kids are nine and... Six. Six. Nine and six. Do they believe in the Easter Bunny? Nah. No? No, I don't think I've ever done the Easter Bunny before. Oh, you've never done the Easter Do you get the nah. Easter basket? Yeah, I make them Easter baskets. But they know it's from you. Yeah, they know it's from me. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. With my son, I'll do the Easter Motherfucking basket. Easter baskets are fucking expensive. I'm not buying the I'm ones that are made. I'm making them. Oh, I was just going to say that. Me Fuck, too. I've already I spent like $100. They're so generic, like just from the store or whatever. But they're easy if, you have, if you're if you on a budget or whatever. Just buy those ones and kids fucking eat them up. But I got three I'm, fucking kids, so. Yeah, I'm on the same shit. Like, I'm on the same shit. Oh, shit. Oh. If anybody yeah. wants to buy us audio equipment, <laughs> I'll post Emil's address on here. Suck your dick. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Get that fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, um, shit. Yeah, so, uh, but with with Easter, I'll always make an Easter basket, but I'll put bunny tracks from the door to his Easter basket with baby powder. Oh, okay. And a lot of people do that for Christmas, but I feel like I'm so burnt out during Christmas because my son's birthday is December 12th. So I'll have his birthday followed right by Christmas, and plus I get like seasonal depression kind of a little bit. Like a lot of people love the holiday season, but for me, it's not my jam. I don't like cold weather. I don't like it dark and gloomy outside. I don't like how you're just expected to buy a fucking family and extended family and in-law family and all this different shit. Like presents and like I have my bills on top of it so yeah I'll, I'll literally get seasonal it depression. does get overwhelming, it, overwhelming yeah I don't like that. this year was actually pretty good this year was actually kind of good for me too yeah but or this past year when it comes to spring and summer holidays I'm all in all out bitch like I love that shit so yeah. like Easter 4th of July uh President's Day Memorial Day all that stuff I'm into 100% and I'll go all out for it so Easter is like the first holiday of the year that I'm like, okay, we're in it, like game plan. So I get him an Easter basket. I do the bunny tracks from the door. Um, I do the Easter egg hunt. I wanted to have it at my house this year because my backyard is perfect for an Easter egg hunt and I'll still, mm-hmm. I'll still do one just for like by itself. But my mom wants to do it at her house this year. So I'm like, okay, whatever. And then my birthday's the day before it. So I'll probably be like a little hungover from wine tasting. But, yeah, I'm, I'm hella excited for Easter. Yeah. Yeah. What are you going to put in your kids' like Easter basket? Oh, my God. I bought so much shit. Oh, you already bought it? Yeah, I already bought it. Oh, and I'd be right. trying to fucking buy more shit, too. Yeah. So, um, just, like, a whole bunch of candy, like, obviously, like, related to Easter. Like, I went to Costco, and they had, like, these chocolate eggs. Like, okay. they were, like, colorful. Yeah. So, I bought some of those. Um I kind of am going, like, with a Care Bear theme. Oh, cute. So, like, I bought them little Care Bears and, like, yeah. little uh, snacks that have, like, Care Bears on them and stuff. Yeah. Um, even for my son, like, my mom looked at me like, uh, you got him a Care Bear? And I was like, yeah, why not? Like, Does your kid like stuffed animals? My son loves stuffed animals. Oh, my gosh. My son is obsessed with stuffed animals, and he calls them stuffies. So, you know the... Um, like the tie, the T-Y, mm-hmm. um, like little like stuffed animal things that have like the big like, yeah. eyes or whatever. And yeah. they have like on the little heart tag, they have the name of them. Oh my gosh, he loves them. Like yeah. he has animals in his room and they all have names and like we'll like play with them, you know? <laughs> like my son is obsessed with stuffies. Yeah. So I'm sure I'll get him some of those or whatever. But my, uh. Does your, does your, do you guys like peeps? Yeah, I got them some peeps. I got, like, different colors because, like, my girls are just, like, I don't really, like, I get them the same thing, but it has to be, like, a different color. Yeah. Like, I don't get them, like, exactly the same thing. That's just, what I want. Girls are hella extra. Yeah. yeah. But, um, uh, yeah, my ex-best friend, yeah. um, her mom, we're, like, really close. But um, her mom got my daughter this, like, teddy bear yeah. one year for her birthday. Mm-hmm. And 
my son completely took it over. And oh. he calls it like Teddy. Literally fucking drags this fucking Teddy through the mud. Like yeah. he just like doesn't go to sleep without it. And like my daughter's always like, That's my bear and I'm like, It's his now. Like I don't wanna fucking hear yeah, it. It's his. Stop. Like just yeah. let him have Especially it. Especially since she's older, she's you're like, No. Yeah, she don't care. Actually both my girls will take all their stuffed animals and somehow it ends up in his room. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, why does he have this unicorn in here? Like, what's going on? Oh, it's a unicorn? Just any, yeah, they have, like, those, uh, what are they called? Marshmallow, or they're, like, I don't know what they're called. The squishmallows? Like, like, stuffed animals? Yeah. Oh, okay. So I buy them that, and, yeah, my son loves stuffed animals. Yeah, mine too. I have a hell of, oh, my gosh, I have a roller coaster of a story for you right now. Huh. Well, I don't know if it's roller coaster. Okay, so I used to have a bear when I was growing up, and her name was Softly, and she was like a white bear, and I was just obsessed with her. Like, I loved her to like the max, to the extreme, okay? <laughs> like, I wouldn't go to sleep without her, like, I took her everywhere, like, that was my bitch. And when I was younger, I remember one time, I don't know, I would have really vivid dreams when I was young. So one time, I went to sleep and softly I go to sleep like with her like by my chest and one time softly was at the window posed like she was trying to fucking escape from my fucking (laughs) (laughs) I freaked the fuck out I woke up and I was like oh shit like where's softly like I half asleep like little girl and I looked and she's like on the window but her paws were like on the window seal, like she was trying to get out, like Toy Story type, this animal was alive type shit. And I was like, did somebody fuck with me or something? No, no, no. I went in my mom's room and I was screaming and I was like, Softly is trying to leave. (laughs) (laughs) She's trying to escape. She's trying to get out of here. I'm like, you could ask my sister anything. Like after that day, I was like, get her the fuck out. Get her out of here. If she's alive, I don't want her anywhere near me. Like, I was like, get her out of here. My like, if this to, bitch like, wants to leave, she can leave. Tell her to leave. <laughs> if she's alive, I don't want nothing to do. I was scared. Daniela, I was real life scared. I was like, how did she end up right there on the windowsill like that? Like, posed like that. Oh, what uh-uh. the fuck? Uh-uh. Yeah, so... I, after that, my mom would try to, like, tuck me in with her, and I would throw her, like, get the bitch away from me, like, absolutely the fuck not, and I, I ended up making my mom, like, get rid of her, and I was like, if she comes back, we're going to, like, <laughs> I'm like, fuck out. So you were dreaming, and then you woke up, and it was, was dream- like, the same. I don't know if I was dreaming or, like, what happened, but all I know is I didn't put her on the window like that, and I went to sleep with her at night, and the next day she was on the windowsill like that, and that was the end of our relationship, and I love this bitch. <laughs> So, Maybe you did it in your sleep. I like now that I'm older, I'm kind of thinking like, did I like put her there or like, what were my brothers fucking with me? Was my sister fucking with me? Was my mom or my dad fucking with me? Like, what? How did she get there? Till this day, I'm still like a little bit freaked out. Like, what the fuck happened? You know? But like, because I would take her everywhere, and like, she was like, you know how sometimes they like say if you. Like, with the Annabelle thing, if you treat, like, a stuffed animal or something, or, like, an, a doll or something, if you, like, give it that life, like, a demon will, like, go into it. Type no, of I've never heard that Dude, thing. have you ever seen Annabelle? Yeah, I've seen Annabelle, but... Yeah, but it was that same thing. They treated this doll like it was her daughter, like, their daughter. <laughs> and then they're, like, they had all these rules for her. Like, she doesn't like to, like, she likes to be in this chair. She doesn't like this. She doesn't like this. She doesn't like this. And because they treated her like that, like, a demon ended up going into her, and, like, she, like, became, like, this life thing or whatever. Are you talking about, like, the creation of Annabelle? Maybe. Okay, like, where the little girl died, and they still kept the doll that they got the little girl or some shit. Yeah, and they were treating it like their daughter, right? Yeah, and then it started, like, fucking moving around or whatever. Exactly. So I was like, what the fuck is this shit happening to me in real life when I was, like, a little ass girl? So, yeah, I freaked out. I used to be scared of clowns. Oh, yeah, my brother had this, like, clown thing, too. I forgot the name of it, but it was, like, a one of the ones you pull. Like, you pull it down, and it, like, when it goes back up, like, it makes, like, noise or whatever. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, no. Jukebox or some shit yeah, like that. Something like that, but, yeah. Yeah, uh, when I was a little girl, my parents, we went to the flea market, and uh, my dad, I think he thought it was funny to buy a clown that was broken. 
And he, yeah, it was pretty fucking scary. And he ended up keeping it, like, in his closet. But after a while, he threw it away because weird shit started happening. Oh. But, uh... Like what? Like, what kind of weird shit? Just weird shit. I think our house was already haunted, though, because I used to see, like, this lady sometimes from the corner of my eye. The house that you grew up in next to me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Remember that room that you used to stay in, the big room? That was, like, the second living room or whatever? Yeah. That you turned into you and your sister's room? Mm Mm-hmm. You remember you used to tell me that it was like haunted and it was hella cold in there? It felt haunted. It kind of It just did. didn't feel, yeah, it just felt weird. Eerie. Yeah, like yeah, something was in there. Too. But like, nothing really ever happened. Oh, I feel like you used to tell me that like you would see like somebody. Well, one time I was outside and I don't remember what I was doing, but I remember turning and I saw an older lady. And you know? No, like right behind me. And I was just like, what the fuck? And like she was gone but like still to this day I feel like I can vividly remember what she looked like it yeah. was like weird, yeah, super weird. Um, cool. I had told my dad too and he just like I don't know if he was like fucking with me yeah. or he just was like oh she used to live here or something mm-hmm. but he had told me that uh when he was younger because he had like the mobile home that uh was out there yeah. um he had bought it when he was, like, younger, like, fresh out of the Marines, I think. Yeah. And uh, he said one time he was sleeping, and he thought he heard his roommate washing dishes. Yeah. But his roommate was gone, and when his roommate came back, he was like, oh, thanks for washing the dishes, and the roommate was like, I didn't wash the dishes. So somebody... But the dishes were washed. And he was like, oh, what? That's yeah. That's so, like, weird things happen. Like, another time my mom was taking a shower, and when she got out, there was, like a devil-looking, like, drawing on uh, the I mirror. I wonder if that neighborhood out there... I'll, I'll tell you after. Keep going with your story really fast. Yeah, uh, there was, like, a devil, like, drawing, like, on the mirror, and I'll never forget my mom literally, like, screamed. Yeah. And my dad went running in the bathroom, and she got mad at him and was like, that's not funny, and he's like, I didn't do that. Yeah. Dude, um, I wonder if that neighborhood was haunted because... My sister, too, she used to sleep, you know how, like, there was the living room, and then, like, right off the living room, there was the two bedrooms with the bathroom in the mm-hmm. middle, and then the hallway down to my parents' room. Yeah. Okay, so my sister slept in uh, the room that faced, like, the hallway that went to my parents' room, mm-hmm. and she would sleep in there, and she said every single night, there was a girl and a white towel, and she was super pale. And she would walk down the hallway from my parents' room, stand in her doorway, and look at her. And my sister said, but she didn't scare me. She was like, she had this motherly vibe. And she would just look at me and watch me while I slept. And she was like a pale girl in like a bathrobe with her hair in a towel. And she would just stand there and watch me. But my sister wasn't scared. And I was like, girl, if that was me, I'd be hella scared in that house. And then so... My sister would always say this, like, all the time, like, random night, she'd be like, she came again, and, like, it was super fucking scary. Yeah, but then one time, my mom's bathroom in the master, uh, my mom got freaked out, because she was in the bathroom, like, showering or whatever, and then she got out, and she was, like, doing her hair, and she said, all of a sudden, like, a towel that was, like, hanging above the shower whipped down, and she's like, it didn't fall. It did not fall. She's like, it whipped down like somebody like pulled it down like they were angry. Like she's like, it like flashed down like as if somebody pulled it hella hard, like mad. And she ran out so fast and she was like, I never experienced no paranormal shit like that, but I swear like that towel came down like somebody pulled it down and I, she was like, I'm afraid to go back in the bathroom type of thing. And I was like, what the fuck? So like there were two instances in that house that was like right down the street from yours where like, some like weird shit happened like that. I mean, there was only one house between us. Yeah, that's what I'm <laughs> saying. So I wonder if that neighborhood was like weird or like haunted or like there was like something. I don't know. I have because no idea. It's weird for my sister and my mom to both say that they experienced some like weird shit like that. And when I was in that house too, um, and I was sleeping and like, did all of our houses have like two, uh, two living rooms? Because mine did, and so did yours. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But your house was already, like, three bedrooms. Ours was, like, two with, like, an extra living room that we turned yeah, into we a bedroom. Yeah, two living rooms and three bedrooms. Yeah, so yeah. anyways, we had turned the second 
bedroom right there, the the room that was like yeah. closest to your house. So we had turned that into like the playroom, quote unquote, mm-hmm. and then like I would always sleep in there. And right after my mom's dad had passed away, so my grandpa, I had like this vivid dream of like him, but like it was like almost a cartoon dream of like us like playing and like riding like on a car and I was like with cartoons or whatever and then in the dream like I saw like a flash of like him like happy like riding on the car and it woke me up and then when I opened my eyes I seen him and I had never met him because he lived in Arkansas I seen him sitting on the end of my bed and I was frozen like what and you know how they say like they'll like come back to you like right after they passed yeah yeah and so like I was frozen and I couldn't like say anything I couldn't do anything but I was like I know who this is because I've seen pictures of him and he just passed and he was in a blue suit and I didn't know what he got buried in like I didn't go to his funeral my mom was the only one who went to the funeral and so he was sitting, like, on the end of my bed, and he didn't say anything. He didn't try to reach out and touch me or anything. And then, like, I sat up forward, and he just disappeared. It was the – I've never experienced anything, like, paranormal, only that one moment. Oh, my So gosh. then I, like – I was scared, but, like, I couldn't cry almost, you know? Like, and I, like, ran to my mom's bedroom, and I was like, hey, like, this is what I just saw. And she was, like, asking me, like, probing questions. She was like – well, like, what was he wearing type of thing? And I was like, he was, like, in a blue suit. And my mom broke down, like, started bawling. And she was just like, he was buried in a blue suit. She was telling my dad, like, he was buried in a blue suit. Like, how would she know that? Like, I haven't told her that, you know, type of thing. And it was just, like, it scared me even more because I was young, you know? Oh, my like, goodness. fuck? Oh, my God. Yeah. That's so pretty scary. Really, like... It, it was scary, but, like, it wasn't scary at the same time. Like, I was so young that I was, like, confused. Like, what just happened, you know? And then the fact that my mom was so upset, I was just, like, I almost had, like, this feeling, like, should I have not told her? Like, yeah. Like, why is she crying now type of thing? Yeah. I was just young, you know? Do you remember my Uncle Johnny? Yeah. Yeah, she he, used to live with your grandma. And yeah. Kind of, like... He was, like, schizo. Yeah. yeah, like, so... He had passed away in 2013, I want to say. Yeah. Yeah, like, my daughter was already, like, a year old. Yeah. Well. Oh, I didn't know he passed. Yeah. Yeah, he passed away. He got hit uh, by a train in Mantico over there on. Suicide? I I don't know. I don't know if it was suicide. I just know that that day he was walking with the girl he was dating, um. And he told them, like, hey, you guys think I could beat that train? Oh, wow. And so he took off running. And I guess he beat the train, but the pressure from, like, the train riding by, the air, uh, I guess hit him against a pole, and that's how he died. Oh, so he didn't get hit by the actual train, but... Uh, I think he got clipped. Okay. Yeah. Every bone in his body was shattered. Oh, wow. Yeah, he was dead. Um, but when he passed away... I remember I was at home and I think it was the day of his funeral. Yeah. I was sleeping mm-hmm. and my ex-husband was downstairs with my daughter and my cousin who was like close to my uncle, like an age. Mm-hmm. And they were like talking about him. And for some reason I could like hear them talking about him and I was trying to like wake up. Yeah. And when I woke up, I didn't have any pictures in my phone of my uncle. None. I woke up, and I went to check what time it was, and when I checked, this, the picture on the screen of my phone was his face. What? I lost my fucking shit. Uh, no, bitch. I took off running. Oh. I was so scared. But yeah, I was crying. But I was crying because I was scared. Right. Like, I was just like, how is this possible? I got so mad. I was like, don't talk about him. Like, stop talking about him. My cousin looked at me like, what? what's wrong? And yeah. I told, like, I told my cousin, I gave him my phone and he looked and was like, what the fuck? Oh, it was on there. It still. was still on there. And oh. then it like completely disappeared. 
I have no idea, and I don't even know if he Normally remembers this, stuff like but... Normally, happens, too. Like, it won't be there to, like, show the next person so that they believe you. So that's what's annoying about it. But the fact that it was still there and they've seen it... Yeah. That's crazy. I was just, like... I was so fucking just, like, what's going on right now? Yeah. It was scary. I've like, it was, like it was like he was there or something, but right. it scared me. Right. You know? Yeah. Like... How old were you? Maybe like 19. Oh, okay. So you were a little bit older. No, I was like 20. Okay. Yeah. I was fucking scared. Yeah, that's just scary. I was like, don't talk about him. Like, just stop talking about him. It was fucking scary. I've witnessed paranormal shit, but like that, like somebody you know, just Uh like scared me. It's like, Like, you know, just don't fuck with the dead. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying too. Like we were talking about like before, like you never fucked with like a Ouija board or anything, right? Uh, or have you? No, I haven't. I've always been way too scared. Yeah, I'm so, like, I would never want to channel that type of energy. But I told you, back in, I went to hang out with Karen one time. Yeah, I never knew that they, like, had done that shit in their house. Yeah, I remember they asked us if we wanted to play, and we were like, no. no. And I'll never forget, like, uh, his, or her dad and mom started playing, like, I think with her grandma. Oh, okay. Is her grandma still alive, by the way? Oh, okay. Yeah. Sad. She was a really cool grandma. She was cool. Yeah, yeah she was tight. Yeah. Um, I remember all three of them playing, though, in her house. The parents and the grandma? Yeah. So wasn't playing. No, me and weren't playing. We actually started walking off, and immediately, as soon as they started playing, uh, the power went out. And we were like walking to Catherine's house. Scary. The power just goes out. And, yeah, and was out it, like, of. Raining? No, it wasn't raining. It was dark, though. It was dark. Um, out of nowhere, this car just pulled into, like, the driveway and started chasing her little sister. And I don't remember seeing anybody in this fucking car. It was so fucking scary. Yeah. Um, I don't fuck with, like, the devil and shit like that. Like, I'm, I'm religious. Like, I'm openly religious. Like, I believe in God and, like, like where you're gonna go when you die and stuff like that so like I don't fuck with that type of shit at all like it's super scary to me like same like if I I were to go on an episode of Fear Factor and they were like go in this abandoned house and like read these like bible I'd be like fuck you I'm not going that would be like it for me I'd be like okay no fear is definitely a factor for me (laughs) 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 oh fuck um, yeah. My boyfriend actually watches that shit, like, Fair on doctor? YouTube. No, he uh, watches, like, uh, Top, Nukes Top 5. It's a YouTube channel, and it has, like, all this scary-ass shit. Like, just last weekend, he had it, one of his best friends over. Yeah. And his best friend was like, yeah, I'm not into, like, paranormal stuff. But when he left, he was like, bro, last night, I could not fucking sleep after leaving oh, in your house. Like, it was hella funny. But I, like, had told my boyfriend, like, Okay, like, you get mad when I come in the house and, like, nobody's here. And, like, my son has this habit. He'll be like, hello? Like, it's hella funny the way he says it. So when I'm home and my kids aren't there, I do that. I go, hello? And he gets so mad at me. He's told me, like, you need to stop doing that. It scares him. I think it really does. It scares him. He's like, stop fucking doing that because you're going to fucking summon somebody. Oh, and I'm like, what? And it kind of fucking scared yeah, me. Yeah, I didn't yeah. tell him though, but I was just like, what the fuck, dude? Shut up. Like, I'm just imitating my son. Yeah, and like, I, I told him because like my mom was there. My mom's a big ass pussy. Like oh, she's, she's scared, fucking scared. Yeah, scared. yeah she's Go like, <laughs> she was like, wait, wait, what? Like she didn't even come in the house. She was Your like, what? like what's funny. going on right now? Like why are you guys arguing? And and he like told her he's like she always fucking does that. When we come like home, she knows nobody's here and she fucking does that. Like I don't like when you do that. It makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, 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 okay, but you fucking sit here watching all this demonic shit. Right. That doesn't make you uncomfortable. I heard when you watch shit like that, you actually can bring something in your no house. Way. That's what I heard. Don't tell me that because, I, like I said, I've been on this true crime kick lately. I mean, that's every and, time and I went I to church, know, that's what they would say. So, oh, like, if you watch like stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, I don't watch like 
like the exorcism of like Emily Rose, like actual like demonic shit like that. Damn, I, I just cannot. watched The Exorcist last weekend. No, 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 no. <laughs> I can't. I cannot. I cannot watch shit like that because I, I feel that way. Like if I'm watching this, like it's like inviting it in almost. I heard but, like, it's if you watch any movie. Stuff. Oh really? Like no, not stuff? like murder and stuff. Oh, okay. Calm See, down. That's what I mean. Relax. Oh. <laughs> you're I'm good. Like, I'm watching a bunch of murders. Am I gonna get murdered? No, you're in the safe zone. You're fine. Oh okay. Oh. You know what's crazy? The um the podcast that I listen to, the Morbid podcast. Mm-hmm. So uh, you remember that case recently of Gabby Fiero? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So she was a listener of Morbid. Like she oh. she would like listen to it and she would post stuff about listening to it. And so when that whole situation was going on, they posted an episode like this girl's missing or whatever. She's one of our listeners. Like she's actively like tweeting us and like she was like saying all this stuff and it's just crazy because she got murdered you know what I'm saying so I'm like oh my god am I channeling this energy like is my boyfriend gonna kill me so annoying yeah so I just get scared like you are like the energy like your energy is like kind of what you like make it almost like if you constantly have negative thoughts you're gonna live a negative life right if I'm constantly like watching murder cases am I gonna get murdered I, I think about that sometimes when I get scared. I better not get murdered. If I get murdered, just know it's because I listen to truth. <laughs> <laughs> You're so annoying. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's not going to happen to you. Yeah, it better not. That's so crazy, though. I know. I never knew that about your house. Yeah. My, um, I don't feel do like you, you ever... Insurance? Yeah, I have life insurance. Oh, okay. Do you? Um, I never knew that I did, but I told you that whole thing that happened with uh, my grandma, right? My grandma? No. Oh. Well, my grandma was, like, living in this, like, ever since my mom was young, she lived in this, like, trailer or whatever in Arkansas with her parents, and my grandma's been living there, like, ever since, so it's super old and, like, dilapidated, and uh, she's really old, and my grandpa passed away, like, maybe, like, 10 years ago or something, like, it's been a while. And so she's been living there by herself. She doesn't work. She doesn't have friends. Like, she drinks really heavily. And it's in the middle of Arkansas. So summers are super hot and humid. And winters are crazy. There's, like, wild-ass tornadoes and shit like that. So she lived in this trailer. And I guess... I didn't know this, but my mom recently told me, like, she had, like, taped out, like, a pathway, like, in her house of, like, where she could walk on the floor because anywhere else you stepped, like, you would just straight fall through the floor. What her the roof was, fuck? like, caving in. She said she would sleep with a bottle or, like, a can of, like, Raid because there was, like, these water bugs in her house. And, like, if she would hear them at night, she would, like, spray them away from her. Mind you, she's, like, late 80s, I think. Like, she's really, like, pushing age, you know? And, like, she wouldn't want to leave because that's where her husband had passed away. And, like, she left his coat by the door, his shoes by the door, like, left everything exactly, like, the same as where it was. And, like, my mom said that she was just, like, staying there, like, hoping, like, she would pass, like, wanting to, like, die, basically, because she just wanted to be with her husband. She was super depressed. Yeah. So, her neighbor recently ended up calling, like, I don't know, the state or somebody to go in there because, like, they were, like, her living conditions are super bad, like... Nobody really talks to her or anything, but, like, I know, like, just looking at it, like, there's no way, like, a human could be living in the conditions that she's living in. So, a neighbor, like, called somebody to come over and check on her, and, like, she doesn't, like, let anybody into her house, and they're, like, basically, like, we're going to condemn your house if you do not move out. So, recently, um, my, my mom's sister lives in Ohio, and, like, a nice house, and, like, she has, like, space for her mom to go and she's like been begging her to go live there for like super long but she's like no like I want to die here I want to be buried next to my husband like all this different stuff but recently like her roof caved in and she's like okay like this is it like I'm literally like my house has demolished itself basically and so she just recently went and like moved in with my mom's sister in Ohio and it's just, like, such a relief, you know? Like, it's just crazy, like, I don't know. She just spent all that time there and, like, the quality of life, like, it just makes me so sad, like, knowing, like, that was my grandma in Arkansas, like, went through all these different seasons, you know, and her house is just, like, demolished and dilapidated. I don't know where I was going with the story, but, yeah, that, like, 
Dude, that's cr yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Are like, are you close to her? Do you talk to her? No, honestly, I don't even. I know when I was younger, my mom would like, I would be on the phone with her. She has like a super thick accent because she's from Arkansas. Um, but I mean, since I've like grown up, no, like I don't really talk to her. So your mom has siblings. Oh, we were talking about life insurance. So she, luckily, she had life insurance on my dad. So when he passed away uh, two years ago. This I, is your dad's mom? No, it's my mom's mom. But she had life insurance when on my your mom dad. Was married to my dad, she got life insurance on him. Oh, okay. Yeah, so luckily um, she had that life insurance. So we were able to like bury my dad or whatever, and the life insurance paid for it. Yeah. Like, Bearing somebody is super expensive. It is. Like dying, it is like very expensive. expensive yeah. Like, it's like really expensive. Like it honestly makes me really mad mm -hmm. when people don't have life insurance because it's I feel really like that's such a burden, burden. Yeah. to like your loved ones. For like sure. they're over here making, uh, what are those things called where you have to like raise money and stuff? Yeah. Like GoFundMe. Like I just feel like that's such it's, a burden to yeah, do that. Yeah. Especially if, like, you know your family doesn't have money yeah. like that, you know? Because it costs, like, a couple grand to bury them in the most basic way. Yeah. Or, I mean, even if you're cremating them, it still costs money, you know? So, it's crazy. Like, anyway, so she just moved to Ohio, and my mom literally just yesterday, when I was at work, she sent me, like, a policy number with my, excuse me, with my name on it. And she's like, hey, your grandma just gave this to me since you turned 21 you're like the owner of this life insurance policy she's had this life insurance policy on you since you were born you could either cash it out or you can continue to pay for it and I was like well I've been wanting to get life insurance so like I'm just gonna pay for it especially if she's been paying for it since I've been born I'm like 28 years old I'm sure there's like money on it, you know yeah I'm definitely not gonna cash it out I'm just gonna continue to pay for it and then whenever I pass away like hopefully I'm able to you know at least pay for somebody to bury me yeah like, that's smart yeah, yeah. For sure. so, so do you have life insurance on your son no but I, I want to my sister said that she doesn't want to get life insurance on her kids because she feels like it's almost like a bad omen you have to but she has money my sister has money you know so if I know but it's not die, a, like, it's not about like, having money yeah it's not like I feel like I kind of felt that way too yeah. Um, until I talked to the lady that was doing my life insurance and I even told her how I felt, but she just was like, it's, that's not like, you shouldn't think about that. You shouldn't think that way. Yeah. And she even told me losing one of your children would be like the hardest thing that you have to go through. Oh, sure. Wouldn't you rather know that like you can be off of work and take time to heal yeah. and like you know control like your emotions and stuff like yeah. even if so it takes one to two years marry or burying them marry. it would be yeah. to like take Live. yeah take care of yourself so you can recover obviously you're not yeah. going to recover and be like a hundred percent ever but just like you're gonna need time right you're gonna need time you and i'm like I know for sure I would need time. Yeah, so I need that. Time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think like, especially even after this conversation, like I'm going to see what I can do. Cause I'm going to obviously um, get in contact with that insurance agency or whatever for my life insurance policy. Yeah. And I'll see if I can add my son. To I pay too. $80 a month for yeah, me and my two children. Really not that bad to like, if something were to happen, you know, that $80 or, that you spend on going out to eat or, oh my gosh, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Time, yeah. That's what you pay a month. Like, it's it's yeah. not a burden. It's yeah. definitely something that will come in handy. All right. This has been a spooky episode. <laughs> <laughs> but we're at about an hour. So um, you guys should follow us on our, since we actually have it now, our page together. It's Instagram. Welcome to the Podcast. Yeah. Instagram, Welcome to the Valley Podcast. Interact with us on there. We'll try to post another question of the week. So we can do like what we did at the beginning of the episode, interact with you guys more. We got a listen, uh, a listener question that we finally responded to one of you guys. So there you go. Yeah. You don't even have to like wait for us to ask questions. Like if Just you have something it. on your mind or like, 
like an opinion that you want or you're going through something and you're just like oh like I wonder if like somebody can relate you know like advice like just shoot us shoot us a question or something you want us to talk about we're not going to turn you away if you're our listeners you're you're our family yes and you can follow us on our personals obviously they're linked in our welcome to the valley podcast page but mine sarah online sarah no h and there's an underscore after mine yeah mine is ann van and that is on welcome to the valley podcast bio yeah and you can email us if you don't have an instagram at dear valley podcast at gmail.com but thanks again for hanging out with you guys you guys we hope you keep listening we'll be back next week all right bye, bye.